E-commerce expansion myths blasted. Successful cross-border expansion help. Listen to the show to hear how one UK company is helping e-commerce sellers successfully expand into Europe and double their profits. Hosted by Andy Hooper of Global E-commerce Experts. Hi, this is Andy. I just wanted to jump on before the podcast actually started. Uh, just let you know that the sound quality on this isn't amazing. There's a lot of background noise coming on one of the sides. Um, it's you know inevitable when we're talking to people around the world um, and they're finding the best location available. So I apologise about that, but it's an amazing podcast. It's a great listen and I hope you enjoy it. So we're back for another amazing podcast with uh, another one of our amazing sellers that's expanded into Europe. Um, obviously, the aim here at Global Commerce Experts is to expand sellers successfully. And in order to do that, we really want to uh, work with uh, or in- interview our sellers so you can get the best information coming across. Now, of almost 800 clients, um, we really believe that other sellers have got the keys to helping you unlock your success going forward. Now, the aim for this podcast, it should be around about 15 minutes. And in that time, I'm going to introduce our, our next guest. And what I'd like to do is to ask him some questions about how he's expanded, what he's done, um, and the success and the pitfalls along that road. So without further ado, what I'd like to really do is to introduce uh, Dustin. Dustin, welcome along to the show. Hi, nice to be here. Thank you very much. So Dustin, why don't you tell us the organization that you're you're from and you run? Yeah, so our company is called Yuhu, and what we do is we've developed an indoor air sensor that measures nine air quality parameters to help you understand the air that you breathe. We provide the data, the insights, the analysis, and the recommendations so that you can create a healthier home or workplace. Perfect. That's brilliant. Now, now, where are you? Where are you from, uh, Dustin? Whereabouts in the world? Uh, our company is based in Hong Kong. Okay, perfect. And so, let's just go back a little bit. So, what did you do before you you did um, Yuhu? What What was the thing that you was doing? Uh, I was a management consultant prior to Yuhu. Okay. And and so, how did you get into this step? How did you get into the man- finding a product, manufacturing it, and bring it to market? Yeah, so the whole idea of you started when I met my co-founder during our MBA program in Hong Kong. We often got sick inside the dormitories or the school building because the air quality wasn't so good in those. And we wanted to show the facilities team there that there are issues and it's affecting the health of the students and also anybody who pretty much goes in the building. And that's how this whole idea came about and we built it. We dropped their classes and eventually started the company. Amazing. So so how long ago did that journey start? Uh, we started the whole in 2014. Yeah. We launched the product in July of 2017. Perfect. So so it took you a few years to bring that product to market. What sort of the were the key things you had to overcome during that period? Uh, 
We can even look at it in different aspects. The first one would be product development. Yeah. It's uh, it's hardware, so we have a lot of skills that we we need to have in the company. These include electrical engineering, firmware engineering, manufacturing design, industrial engineering, plus all the software skills that we need to build the cloud infrastructure, build the mobile apps. So it's a whole uh, set of skills that we needed to bring together to be able to build this entire product. That's the first thing. The second thing would be being able to find the parts for the hardware, the selection process, find building the entire supply chain, making sure that the parts arrive at the factory on time so we don't incur a lot of inventory costs and making sure that the manufacturing process is also efficient. So, I mean, and after that, we, yeah. we also need to understand fulfillment because once it's produced, uh, you need to be able to have a warehouse, manage all the logistics in terms of sending the products to the customer. Yeah, 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 yeah quite right. So with, with that, you know, specific product, you know, I guess that you had an advantage to some that you're based in Hong Kong. So was sourcing some of the products and finding some of those solutions perhaps easier for someone who was based in another part of the world was that relatively straightforward for you or, or what was your experiences with that uh, i don't think staying in hong kong gave an, an advantage because everything is available online anyway Agreed. so when we did our search we everything was done online uh, Hong Kong helped in terms of proximity to the factories, yep. so the cost of actually going to the factory is a lot less because we can just take a train yes. instead of taking a flight, a, a plane ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that's really interesting. Actually, you say that because you know a lot of um, the, the clients that I speak to, they're like, oh well, you know, we we want to get the best product. You know, we really feel like we've got to go to China to to really source some of those products. But actually, what you're saying is. It's not actually an advantage. You just looked online, found the relevant, and then went to the factory from there. So, did you did you visit lots of factories, or was it a case of you found you know three that you really liked, and 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 that was it? Uh, we visited visited quite a number because we also needed to do our due diligence on these factories. Yeah. Um, because they will make or break you. If yeah. they don't work together with you, you're you're gonna die as a startup. Yeah. Agreed. And yeah, so you want a factory who can collaborate with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Now, um, let let's talk about um, you know where you where you moved market wise first. Where was the first place you started sending the goods and selling? Uh, we started off on Indiegogo, so we started with crowdfunding. Yep. It was a successful campaign, yeah. and majority of our customers were based in the U.S. and Northern Western Europe. Yeah. So when we finished the campaign, then we finished the product. We started shipping most of our products over to the U.S., to Germany, the Netherlands, France, the Scandinavian countries. Yeah. yeah so it's mostly these countries. Yeah. yeah. So um, when was your Indiegogo campaign? Was that 2017? Uh, 2016. 2016. Okay. All right. So, so you use the Indiegogo campaign, which is a really great way of of launching a product now, isn't it? I mean, it's a it's a, it's a massive opportunity. So then, so then you you then obviously launched that, and then so where do you sell the products currently? 
Uh, we sell. People can just buy it on the website, so we ship everywhere. Yeah. We don't have any restrictions on the shipment. We yeah. do have local distributors in different countries, yeah. so they also cater to their own local markets. Yeah. Okay. So and you so you sell mainly on on your own website. Do you sell on any other platforms at all? Yeah, we also sell on Amazon. Yep. And, and you selling on Amazon um, in the States, in the UK, in the EU? Where's the typical places you're selling at the moment or, or on all of them? Uh, just on the States. Just on the but States. But we do have the export feature available. So some people from other countries may buy it from our from Amazon US. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So, I mean, specifically on the expansion, I, pre- I presume the, the original campaign in 2016 on Indiegogo really helped with... Um, launching the product and giving you an understanding where the market was uh, yeah so it was mainly to understand the market that was yeah. the whole purpose of launching that campaign okay so you so you got an understanding of the market so now now where, where when you're selling into the EU how many how much sort of products have you got coming into the EU at the moment or, or not you know as a percentage wise uh, majority of our customers are still in the United States when we look at the consumer market. Yeah. And the EU is mostly the enterprise market. Yeah. Okay. And when you were uh, sort of bringing, coming over to the EU, what were the key things that were, you know, you, you, you sort of had to overcome on that, that journey? Uh, the difficulty we had with entering the EU is would be the regulation. Yeah. Getting the VAT number, making sure that uh, paperwork is done properly. So what we decided eventually was we'd rather work with distributors in the EU than us going in ourselves in every country. Yeah. So it's easier that way because they would have their own companies. They would just need to import the product. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're so you're working with the distributors. You're importing it, and then they're obviously then selling the product for you. Yeah, they're importing it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which clears your hands of some of that, that due diligence, doesn't it? And what what sort of yes. um, things did you have to overcome with the product itself for the EU market? Was there any specific things that, you know, hurdles, certain marks or legislation to make sure the product was, was a legal product here in, in the EU? Uh, we didn't really face any obstacles there because we already knew what kind of certifications we needed to get prior to even entering the market. Okay. So we made sure we had everything in place before we entered. Fine. And what, what were some of those key things that, that you had to have in place? Uh, it's mainly the CE mark. That's the most important thing. Yep. And depending on the design of your product, you may need to get other certifications. Uh, you also need to make sure that you comply with the GDPR. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we already have this. Perfect. So, you, I mean, really, you set it up right from the beginning with that in mind. So your planning stage yes. was, was our vision isn't just going into one country. Our vision is worldwide. So let's just set it up right from the beginning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, okay, well, that's brilliant. Um, now, what are the as you're going through the journey now? What are the the sort of thoughts on on the EU as a whole? What's the sort of you know, picture from say Hong Kong or from outside of the world about the whole EU marketplace? 
Uh, I think there's a big market in the EU. I go to Europe quite often because we do have customers there. So we, we see EU as a major market that we want to tackle. Yeah. Okay. So and that, the next thing for me is, is how what how do you get your products to the EU? Is do you send them by ship? Do you send them by air? Have you got a specific you know way that you send your products? Uh, we do everything by air. That's the fastest way. Okay, fine. That, that's interesting because some clients go for the obviously the slower and cheaper option uh, uh, as opposed to the air option. So, what's your thought process in that? Now, for us, it's the speed that's speed. important. Yeah. So we'd rather pay a bit more just to get the products to the customer much faster. Fair enough. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Now, what? Um, obviously, um, Dustin, you know, the the products are um, relatively new to the market. You know, if we talk about 2016, um, and what's the future plans and growth for the product? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we were developing new capabilities, new features daily on the mobile app. So a lot of it would be on the software side. And in the future, we also plan to develop new hardware. Yeah. Okay. So what's the, with the product itself then, what's the the USP of the, the product? I mean, obviously you've mentioned an app and everything else, but what's the sort of, you know, here's why ours works better than the others. Uh, we measure the most number of parameters in one device. So if you look at other air quality monitors, they may be cheaper, but they measure less. They would measure maybe two to five parameters, whereas for us, we measure nine. So we give you a holistic view of the air that you breathe. Yeah. Now, if you've got that measuring those nine different criteria, how, so as an end user, what can I then do to um, understand what I need to do better? How does that, how does it teach me that? So in, in achieving clean air, the first step is always knowing. So we're giving, we are the very first step in terms of achieving a healthier environment. Because by measuring properly and knowing what you're breathing in, you would know what to do. Yeah. And we do provide in the app certain recommendations that you can take to improve your air. And we can also integrate with different devices such as purifiers, the humidifiers, uh, your thermostats. So when we integrate with these, we can pretty much automate clean air in your home or workplace. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? That's amazing. Um, and in so many countries, you know, the offices and the homes, um, you know, it's such a, a crucial environment, especially you know, an office environment. You know, I'm in, I'm in the office now. I've been in the office for a few hours, you know, and I'm sort of looking around and I'm thinking... I wonder if that would help us, you know, just focus more and breathe easier and, you know, will that help increase, you know, work rate and, and um, you know, I suppose the, uh, you know, the pleasure of being in that environment by having cleaner air. Is that the sort of things you see come from people or...? Yes, we, we see that quite often. It's just that people do not know how to articulate it. Yeah. They can feel it, but they never think about the air as the cause because yeah. they don't see it. Yeah, yeah, quite right, quite right. So, uh, so it's all been really, really interesting. Now, on your expansion side, what was the um, you know the the key secret that you would like to share with with everyone on you know if you're going to expand to different markets, what what was the key ingredient to success for you? Uh, 
it really varies in terms of how you would like to do your expansion. Yep. If it's going to be online sales, you just need to make sure that you get to the right marketplaces and you promote your product properly so that people see it. The eyeballs are very important. Without that, you're not going to be able to drive sales. And if you want to expand into Europe, for me, the way we do it is we'd rather work with distributors because we don't want to go through uh, the headache of having one entity in every country. Yep. So we'd rather work with a distributor that can, that has access to multiple countries and already has that chain of resellers that work with them. Yep. Uh, so these would be the two things mainly. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Now, is there any specific um, resources or support you wish you'd had um, when you were looking to expand or did you seek out that um, support and resource when you were looking into the, the different areas of of, of um, expansion? You, what was available or what wasn't available that you wish was available? Uh, the, the main challenge we had was not knowing who the distributors are in Europe and getting to the right contact person in those companies. Yeah. Because when you start to cold email them, it usually doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. So in terms of help, it's being connected with the right people. Yeah. So that's a very important aspect if you want speed. Yeah. And how did you overcome that then? Was that a, was it a, a social media approach? Was it trying to find the right contact? How did you go about that? Uh, trade fair. Okay, perfect. And was that a yeah. trade fair in Hong Kong, in the EU, in the States? No, we're just about to uh, attend trade fair starting next year. Yep. Uh, and this year, I mean, we only launched a product last year. Yep. Uh, so this year, it's really building up our online <coughs> presence. Yep. And next year is pushing more for the distributors. Perfect. Perfect. So um, last couple of questions that are more on a more personal level. Um, so what, what do you currently do to, um, you know, get your head in gear for the day what sort of things do you have you got like a routine you've you've got for a morning or are you just like i just freewheel it and see what happens yeah it's free yeah. i don't have any specific routine yeah nice but i always wake i always wake up early so that's important yeah and at the end of the day i make sure i go to the gym okay so at least that keeps me healthy yeah yeah quite right and what do you do to educate yourself to to learn more do you is there anything specific you're currently doing at the moment uh linkedin feed yep it's there that's how i get what's going on in the world and learn perspectives from different people yeah yeah perfect i think linkedin is such a um, underused tool um it's um it's an amazing piece of kit and virtually everything you need is on there um i think that's a that's a great piece of advice um so um Dustin, I really want to say thank you very much for giving up your valuable time to help other people uh, get insight on on what you've done and how you've done it. Um, it's been it's been amazing to have you on. Um, I would just like to you know perhaps you just like to give the audience a you know, a bit of a plug on your product, where they can find you, social media, um, how they get in contact, where the website is, and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, our website is youhooair.com. That's U-H-O-O-A-I-R.com. 
and from there you can see the links to our LinkedIn page, to our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages as well. Perfect, <laughs> wonderful. Um, so, so thank you very much to Dustin. We're going to have another podcast on very, very soon. Um, if you need anything specific around your expansion, then please get in touch. Um, we have got our free EU expansion training at expandtotheeu.com, which you should go check out. Um, and whatever device you're listening on to, it would be amazing if you could go and rate and subscribe this podcast so that we can get the message to more people looking to expand. So thank you very much. Until the next time, this was Andy Hooper, Global E-Commerce Experts.